Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast, where we help you say yes to all the scary stuff. Good morning, Heather. So Good awesome morning. To have you here today. <laughs> I'm here every day with you, John. Of course, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's been interesting. There's been some interesting stuff showing up in the world, right? Like yesterday was, you know, yesterday I had a pretty interesting discussion on a live Instagram. Um, in and around Valentine's Day, which it was mm. beautiful. Like, I, how was your Valentine's Day? Was it good? It was great. It's a great to celebrate. Great day to celebrate love, to give recognition to the people around us. It was a great day. But you know, we shouldn't wait for a holiday to make that happen. It should be something. Everybody- but I want to hear about what happened on your Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Well, that was it, right? So Valentine's Day for me should be every day, right? Like, it, it's not just one day of the week, and. Um, it, it was it was a discussion in and around the importance of making sure that we're sharing love, we're appreciating, we're showing empathy, we're sh- expressing gratitude, we're listening, like we're just paying attention to the people around us. So yes, it's fantastic. We get to celebrate it on one day, but it should be every day, right? Like I would think it's it's every day. And 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 the approach I took to it yesterday was a little different. I was like, I even put a post up. We both did in and around sharing love in the workplace. Right, like, mm-hmm. ooh, a big L word. Like, we don't talk about owl and the like. We don't talk about love in the office. And it, it took me back to that conversation I had with you all, you know, all those years ago. It wasn't that long ago, but four, five, three, four years ago, where we talked about is it okay to use love in the workplace? You know, it, and it just it got me thinking more and more about it. I I am a huge believer that love in the workplace. And showing gratitude, showing love, showing appreciation is underutilized massively. And um, but then there's the other side of the coin, which is, you know, where do you draw the line in appropriateness? And, you know, sometimes when we show too much love, people might get the wrong idea about what that looks like. And of course, there's also that dynamic of your boss and subordinate piece from my point of view, here's what I want to say is when you are in a place of leadership, the more you can tell people around you what their strengths are, the more they'll be able to live up to those strengths and play to those strengths and bring that to the team. But if they don't know what their strengths are, they might just fumble along and, you know, go and ask anyone on your team. This is a great exercise. Go and ask, say, what are your top three strengths? They will fumble. They'll be like, uh, what, and cause they're thinking, what does this person want to hear from me? What, what, what should I say? And is this a test? Because they've never been asked that before, but imagine, just imagine this, that everyone on your team could be like, you know what? I'm really good at this, this, and this, and John's really good at these three things. And so-and-so is really cause, cause it's just a natural thing to talk about. And then when you know, you're sitting in a meeting and you're like, who's going to take that action item? Well, the person that's the strongest at that action item should stand up and do it because they're going to play to their strengths. You're going to play their A game. And so you know, when we show love in the workplace, when we demonstrate what it looks like to play to your strengths and tell people that that's really good, that's the kind of ripple effect of goodness that comes from it. So I'm really, I'm all for love in the workplace because then you're like, I mean, if I, if I was playing my strengths more often at work every day, wouldn't I feel more passion, more connection, more commitment? That's all what culture's about. 
John, mm. I got some thoughts on this too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel like you're, <laughs> uh, good morning, Gunjin, and Sarah saying, raising the vibration in the workplace, love this. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you know, as you're saying that, there's a couple of thoughts that are running through your mind. And through my mind, it kind of feels like you're opening up Pandora's box a little bit. And here, let me tell you why, right? This is where I think it's interesting because we've seen recently in the news, that, you know, sometimes love in the workplace can be inappropriate so much so that people need to walk away from the roles. I'm not going to go into more information than that. But for those of you that are in Toronto, you know what I'm talking about. That's um, right. Because there is, there's that level of, you know, as a leader, and I, I, you and I, we just had a discussion in around this yesterday. As a leader, you are always going to be viewed differently than everybody else on the team, right? Like you're not you're in a position of influence and you got to use that position of influence wisely. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause if, you know, because if you're not using it appropriately and the leaders that are out there and, you know, in, in, in the work that I've done, I've met leaders who think, yeah, well, I'm just like everybody else. I'm like, no, you're not right. Like when you're a leader, you have a, a type of influence that nobody else on the team has. So that's mm -hmm. one piece of it is like watching that influence piece. And then the other piece is. Is it the leader's role to tell people what their strengths are? Because that's what's popping up for me. And I love mm. how you went into, you know, using the coach approach to leadership. That's what I'm going to call it. The coach approach to leadership. What, you know, asking the question, what are your strengths? Right. Mm. That just opens up a whole new conversation. But you're right. I, I think initially at first, people are going to be like, what do you mean? Like, what do you want to hear from me? Like, what's the right answer? Uh, because you're in that position of influence, you're in that position right. of strength, you're in that position of power, right? So, and this is know, not a one and done conversation, no. right? So, so you you ask it and you see what what the what the response is, and then you curate it and and you share. You know what? I really saw your strength show up when, and you give mm -hmm. them a real good example. But this is a continuous conversation. This isn't a one and done conversation. But I want to go back to this influence and and leaders not understanding that they actually have power, especially when you have people that report into you or that you have a title that has some sort of um, meaning to people. And, and, you know, we're all humans. You know, I used to have a executive title at a large corporation and people reacted to that. And sometimes they wouldn't even talk to me because of that title. And John, you, you know, you sort of got past that barrier in reaching out to me, but, but it, it actually exists. So it, it goes both ways, you know, that, that influence, but people would put me in a different pedestal or category because of this title. And so, you know, abuse of that is, uh, is a possibility when you're not um, serving for the good of everyone when you're when you're serving or you're working out of your ego and your own personal needs then you know you may not be a good leader <laughs> really let's be honest with you yeah. you're, you're making choices that are not great choices for that moment in time so and 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 you can't you know as leaders we, we can't take advantage of people we need to make sure that everyone feels that they can stand on their own two feet on solid ground and not need you in order to be successful. In fact, good leaders hire people that are better than them at mm. everything so that they have the strongest team and they become then the storyteller and the visionary for what's possible. And then they just activate all the people on their team for what's possible. But a good leader is a great storyteller and a great visionary. 
maybe not knowing how to do all the technical things. You know, John, I phoned you, I phoned you yesterday. I'm like, okay, tell me how to do this. And you're like, you had a good giggle because you're like, and, and I'm like, I don't, I just don't know how to do it. So I'm going to phone someone that I know does it. And that's yeah. the, the power of being a good leader is just play to your strengths and someone around you has the answers and you go to them when you need them. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I would call a mature leader, right? A leader that understands a, what their weaknesses are, right. In terms of where the gaps are in terms of what they need to do in terms of their skill sets and then leveraging and supporting and using, I'm not going to say use, but working and collaborating with the team to pull out their strengths. So that you're working cohesively as a unit. Because mm-hmm. I know, you know, when I was, you know, hiring and I was bringing people up to the team, I would bring in people that were stronger in certain areas than I was because I knew those were gaps for me. And that just enabled, you know, a better cohesion with the team because now we're collectively working together. Everybody has their superpower and we can all work together to move forward, kind of like the Marvel guys almost, right? <laughs> we're just super strong. And I'm not going to say I'm Iron Man or anything, but um, it, it's all about. Putting that you all You are together. Iron Man. What do you mean? You are Iron Man. You <laughs> oh, yes. That's I'm not. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even say that on purpose. It just, I was thinking, I was watching a, a video of Tony Stark yesterday and Iron Man. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Anyways, everything kind of comes together. It's kind of funny. But, you know, it, it, it does come down to supporting the people around you. It comes down to acknowledging and, and really lifting them, right? Like mm-hmm. that. To me, that's the ultimate role of a leader. A role or the role of a leader is to to promote people, to push them forward so they can feel strong in what they do every day, so they show up powerfully. It's not my job to motivate, and that's one thing I learned from somebody I've been following on Instagram. His name's Daniel G. Big shout out to him. But my job's not to motivate, but my job is to give you the tools to inspire you to make sure that you know what you're doing so you can propel yourself forward. I have a really right? good example of how I would do that. Um, you know, when I would, and, and this is, goes back to our, we talked about this, I think last week is wherever your day one is, that's your starting point. So people would come to me and say, Heather, you know, how do I career advance? How do I speak on a stage? How do I, you know, be confident in the words that I use? And so what I would do is those people that would give me those kind, kinds of questions and they'd feel, and I could see that confidence was probably not their, not shining through at the highest level. Whenever I would do a town hall or a big um, group type of setting, what I would go to them but beforehand is I would say to them, I'm working on my ability to captivate an audience and I'm working on, you know, removing these three filler words and I'm working on this. So I give them three things I'm working on. Could you be a coach for me during this session and take notes for when I'm doing those things or when I'm not doing those things and then give me feedback afterwards. And the reason I would do that was one, because I've got now free coaching for myself because no one's going to give the boss that kind of feedback, (laughs) but I've invited it now. And because they said that's what they wanted to learn, I want to show them that I'm not at their day one, I'm at my day one. My day one is here and I'm still working on improving the areas that I'm focused Mm. on. And because they're now focused on giving me feedback and they're really listening And when you're really listening, you're really learning. And so it was a way to teach, but also a way to sort of break down those barriers between, you know, boss and and subordinate, but based on what they wanted to have as an outcome. And it was uh, amazing because I would hear back 
from them what they heard. And sometimes it wasn't the message I wanted to put out there, you know, and, and cause we don't, con- once the message comes out of our mouths, we don't get to control that, yeah. but it was the message that they needed. So I was able to then, you know, on my next session, you know, cause I would go across the country and, and be in each province, uh, be in the team, the next session, put those things into place. And then here's the other piece. I would loop back with the person that gave me the feedback and say, Hey, I did what you, what you said was a good thing to do in my session in Montreal. It worked awesome. Thank you for the feedback. So I closed the loop on that feedback. And I think that's a really good example of using every moment as a teaching moment and activating the strengths of your team to make sure that they can see that we're not all the same, but we're all on our day one. So I, 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 that was my favorite part is, is activating people like that because like their faces, John, when I would say, I want you to be my coach for this session, they were like, <laughs> like they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. And then because I closed the loop and that was something I learned afterwards because I, I didn't want them to think I was just, you know, not listening to their mm. feedback. And they wouldn't know that I implemented the feedback because they wouldn't see it, right? So I needed to close the loop. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I love, I love that you shared that story. And actually, I just did something recently like that. It was last week. I, I, I presented my speech that I was preparing for on Friday to a group of people. And um, they all gave me feedback, right, which was mm. fantastic. I took my feedback down. I knew I wasn't going to go back to them, right? So it wasn't an opportunity where it was like a team, but it was a, a team in the moment that I, you know, I needed support. And what was, what was great and what I acknowledged in them was now their feedback that's going into my story is now part of the journey. And they are mm. now part of my speech, right? And as we grow as leaders, the people that give us that feedback, the people that participate in our lives and help us grow, they are now part of our journey. They're part of our story. That's the connection point right, right? there. They feel connected and they want to celebrate with you. Yes. Oh, I love that. I I thought you, you know, (laughs) yes. Somebody, uh, our chief is saying, amazing story. My jaw would drop as well. Oh, it's, you know, this is what I realized. And so, you know, it was funny when you talked about, I took that plunge to reach out to you, to connect with you all those years ago, even though that was, I'm going to call it the, 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 the title barrier, right? The thing that kind oh, of yeah, separates people on this side and people on this side. And, um, you know, the thing that gave me, and I'm going to use this word, and maybe it's not the right word, but I'm going to use the word right now. It's just I, I had the courage to step out because I didn't feel like I was, you know, at the time, an equal, right? Mm. But I knew that if I didn't do this, that I would regret it. And I regretted mm-hmm. it and I would have regretted it in, well, listen, if I didn't do it, we wouldn't be here right now, right? We like, wouldn't you be saying even, yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know that, you know, where these things will lead you to and, and just realizing that they're just the person on the other side. And it just takes a, a you know, a small, and all that's all it was, right? It was just a conversation. I, I, I knew about your story. I did my research, right? And this is for anybody who's in an organization today, if, you, if you're, in an organization, you're thinking about reaching out to that ideal client as a business owner, you have to know who they are first, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, you know, when I did my research with you, I, I took my time, I studied you, I learned about you through what was available on LinkedIn, and then through some people around me, I learned about you. And then I, I learned about what your interests were. And then I had the courage just to say, hey, would you be open to a quick 15 minute conversation? 
Mm-hmm. And that's all it was, right? Like it, and it's like, and I got there and, you know, I was on, I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but maybe a little bit nervous to say, okay, I'm here. Now, what do I want to do? So you got to prepare yourself. So when you're in that room, you're asking the questions that you really want to know. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, the, we've it, shared and these tips, these mm-hmm. tips before, but you know, anybody out there that's thinking like, I'd like to do that, but I, I, I really don't even know where to start. Like we, we can help you through a coaching session to get there, to get that prepared. Um, because there are people out there that, that are ahead of your game that we can help you connect with. And, mm-hmm. and it's really fun to connect with people and make, make that connection. Uh, you know, yesterday I got, actually, I, yesterday I got a book and I'll, I'll do a little plug here. So got this book once upon a leader and the the author christine myers i was talking to her last week and uh it's really about finding your story at the heart of your leadership so i'm going to read this and i'll definitely share my feedback but it's how do we change their story and part of the story that people have is someone's always better than me and when Mm. we we've already been defeated if we if that's our story we'll never rise to the top i remember when i went for the the interview for the vp role and uh, I remember what I said, and it was really, you know, I think uh, sometimes I float up and I hear myself say it. And I said, the reason you need to hire me is because I'm the only one that believes that this is possible to actually achieve. Mm-hmm. And I said that, and then I gave some examples, but I float out and I listen to myself and I'm like, I actually said what I believe as opposed to just waiting for someone to maybe fill in the blanks. I made sure that that was the the clarity that I believe in this and I know that this can be done. And I said it with certainty. And then I was a little bit more cocky. I said, oh, and buy some more stocks because I'm going to make sure the stock price goes up. And it did. So (laughs) I'll just put that out there. But I was confident and also talking to the audience of the people about like what what language do they almost their love language i was talking to their mm. love language in the interview so i used different words than i would as my normal words but they were the love language of the other person so actually that's a whole nother conversation that we don't yeah, have time for yeah, like one more yeah, minute but i know i know i know because as you're saying that what i'm hearing is that vp heather was already in the room having the conversation Ooh, that's Ooh, right right Ooh. so that wasn't even you right and you know some of us that are i know somebody on the call that's listening they know about the future self and stepping into that future self that's where you were operating from. It's one of the things that we, it's one of our guiding principles in terms of how we coach is like to step into your future self, make those decisions from that place. Mm-hmm. And what I heard from you in that moment right now is you stepped into that future self when you went into that interview. That's true. Make the I stock did. price, you did, right? I'm going to make the stock price go up. I believe, I know, not just believe, but I know that this is what's going to happen. This is the results I'm going to create for you. Yeah. Right. And that is that that wasn't even you. Right. Like that wasn't yesterday's Heather. That's tomorrow's Heather. Right. That's right. And it wasn't even present moment. It was it was the future. And it was I had already stepped in. I'd already seen myself as that person making a massive impact and change in the company we worked for. And it was, you know, that's that's a place that many people don't stand in. And that's why they feel lost or disconnected or wondering, should I you know, apply for other jobs? Should I leave the company? These are the thoughts that are going through employers. These are the thoughts that might be going through some of your heads. And, you know, John and me, we both left an organization because those thoughts went through our heads too. So, you know, we, we know where you are, we know where you've been, and we know how to get you to your future self. That's freaking amazing. So yeah. say yes with us. Say yes to your <laughs> yeah. future self. 
All right, we got to call to action. Yes. Well, I think the call to action is step out, say yes to something that scares you today. And if it means reaching out, and actually, I think what we're talking about is two things. Number one, go share some love. And if it scares you, makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable in a good way, then go do it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Go check our posts from yesterday. And we have five ways on how you can show love in the workplace that's appropriate. So go check that out. The other one is go do something and say yes to something that you've been holding off on, right? So if you've been holding off on saying yes to connecting with somebody, make today that day that you're going to do that or at least start the process learn about them research them like if you need more info reach out to us but take that first step today mm-hmm. right okay so i, I love that we're gonna I, I guess we're gonna leave it there oh wow okay so <laughs> happy wednesday everybody we will be back on friday wishing you all a great one talk to you talk to you all soon take care bye, bye.